sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. This week, we're doing part two of our two-part series of the best songs of the year 2017 yeah and it's 2018 now uh we know already got yeah i know i'm just saying we're we're not timely these are all old songs now they're they're relegated to the dustbin of history but we're still doing it they're good songs i i agree that's why we picked them as our top 10 uh there was too many songs the second half of the year like I basically basically threw a dart at a dartboard to pick some of these because, hey, are you there? You there? Yeah, it was okay. very difficult. Yeah, it was very difficult to pick out songs. I, I <laughs> yeah, I didn't use a dartboard because I don't believe in violence against Cork, but it was it was hard. You know what? Cork knows what it's what it signed up for. That's my feeling. Um, yeah, it was super difficult. Um. So, like, I was very, even last night, I almost emailed you and was like, oh, I'm going to switch this song for this one. But I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. What? Like, what yeah, I came really close to switching uh, one of my songs as well. One of the ones that you uh, didn't think I was going to pick, but I decided to stick with it. Yeah, yeah. And I know you went off, uh, you went off the res. This, is that, uh, is that an acceptable term? I don't even know anymore. Um, I don't know. Did I, I didn't realize I did. Uh, well, you picked one that wasn't on one of my my list but it was i mean the artist yeah we'll get we'll get to it uh the artist was on it but you picked a different song from the album than the two that i had put on my thing Uh, oh i i I took a a song off that was not from your compilation as well because i i i had all this because i changed the way i listen to music and it i'm i'm getting used to it you started uh, listening with your ears now yeah, I, yeah, I was it makes a my, big difference. Yeah, and you'll notice that my choices are much better this year. Yeah, you're but not there's using this, your nose anymore. There is this song that I don't know how I found it, but I thought it was from one of your comp- compilations, but I, apparently it wasn't. Well, no, it definitely wasn't because I looked all through your compilations. But it was called Click Clack. Have you heard of this song? No, who's it by? Uh, let me. Uh, I have to look it up. Is it but that it's Bobby a, Darren song? Click Clack. I was taking a back. All about a Saturday quack. I've not heard that song. Is uh, that? Uh, famous oh yeah yeah big in the 50s you know they were idiots back then yeah well all aren't we all oh i have to look for this song i'm sorry yeah i'm glad you were prepared well i didn't remember that we were going to talk about songs on this episode i thought we we're just going to talk about you know click cat clack by nap eyes nap eyes <laughs> yeah I don't know how I found it, and I didn't. I didn't put it on because not because it was. It's a very good song, and everyone should listen to it. But just because the other songs I enjoyed more. But oh, I gotta check it out. I know I don't know Nap yeah. Eyes at all. Yeah. Maybe you found it on Bandcamp or something. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I started using uh, Google Play Music to listen to stuff, so it's it's changed my system a little bit because I used to use iTunes, which drives me crazy. And Google Play Music does as well, but it's a little bit easier to to do it across platforms. Also, a uh, former guest of the show, Yvonne, I told her we we're doing top 10 and she wanted to, to say uh, she wanted to contribute one and she contributes Can I Sit Next to You by Spoon, which is also a good song. Oh, yeah, Spoon's, Spoon's always good. All um, right. I'm ready. Let's go. Your song's first. Yes, my song is first. 
Filthy Friends. Any kind of crowd. So, Filthy Friends is Peter Buck from R.E.M., Corin Tucker right. from Slater Kinney. Right. So, the first time I listened to this song, I did not realize that, and my first thought of listening to this song is like, this really reminds me of Slater Kinney. It, if you like R.E.M. and Slater Kinney, this sounds exactly like what a mix of that would be. I don't hear the R.E.M. as much as I hear the Slater Kinney, but yeah. I hear the R.E.M. and the guitar, I guess, a little, but that, little I guess that jangle. makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, he's got, uh, basically, well, members of the Minus Five, um, Scott McCoy and some some others who were also the Venus Three for Robin Hitchcock. Dude, you keep cutting out. All right, this is going to be a great episode if this keeps happening. Hold on, everybody. Yeah, anyway, it's those guys. Um, I didn't know you, you pronounced that guy's name McCoy. Yeah, I know. I didn't know for a long time either uh, until I heard somebody say it, I guess. Who had a stroke this last year? Oh, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, but I think he's doing better. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so I feel like uh, that's you know what you're getting into. Well, I mean, they could have gone in a completely different direction, but they didn't, and I'm glad because it's a good song. Uh, I I assume they're you know I always try to say where they're from. I assume they're out of Seattle, which is where most of them live. Um, I don't know if Corin Tucker lives in Seattle or Portland or what, but well, does Peter Buck? I would he imagine lives in he does Seattle. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah, let's just play it. Uh, here is Filthy Friends with Any Kind of Crowd. I was going to mention too there are we always have uh bands from certain areas i feel like every time it seems like there's bands from certain cities this time we have uh a few artists from the same city the same cities and one of the cities i think this is the first time they've made the list but there's like three three two or three acts from it anyway we'll get to it um your pick if you want, by the Reptalians, who I believe are from Portland. They are maybe? from Portland. Uh, and since they're from Portland, do you want to ask your question? Oh, you always ask which Portland, but it is indeed Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Yes. Oh, I thought it was mean. And I've never asked that question in my life, so I don't know what you're talking about. But this song, the first time I heard it, I knew it was going to be my best of for the year because this is just like right up my wheelhouse. Oh, this it's is so totally you. Yeah. 
And it almost didn't make the list because I forgot about it. And then I was like, wait a minute, something's missing here. And then I was on the list. Yeah, I kind of figured this one would make you... Well, there are a couple I I basically gave to you because I knew you would put them on. So um, this one, I, I, I wasn't sure, but I was like, oh yeah, Pat will like this one at least. Yeah, they're Portland. Kind of lo-fi, dreamy sound. I don't know. Did, are they... Uh, have they been around for a while? Are I don't they, think so, I don't, no. Yeah, I don't even know if this is their first album. I think it is. Yeah, that's that's exciting. They're good. I, if they ever came around, I'd see them. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be a good show, and they play at a small club. I'm sure, so it would yeah. be nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's let's just do it, uh, Reptilians, if you want. Here you go. They'll be in Philly on February 21st, so get oh. your tickets now. You going to go see them? Yeah, I'd like to. Where are they playing? Or is it a decent club? Uh, it's a club that I've never been to, but I've hear, I hear good things about Union Transfer. Oh, Union Transfer. I remember their their uh, song back in the 80s, I think it was. Wait, what was it? Union Transfer. Um, God damn it. I can't pull it. I was, was going to sing the Manhattan Transfer song, their hit, but... Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was awful. Oh, it's Oh, yeah, that's it. Those idiots. Um, oh, it was also, a boy from New York City. Damn. Now, it, well, it's no fun now. What were you gonna say? They're playing the 9:30 Club in DC, but I was just, just I can't see where they are. They're at in Oakland. It doesn't look like they're in Oakland. That's too bad. Racist. And by Oakland, I mean the whole Bay Area. Oh, there they are, San, Santa Cruz and San Francisco. Santa Cruz, so weird. There are shows in. I guess it's a college town. They're in San Francisco last night. You missed it, idiot. Eh, I am an idiot. Is the Regency Ballroom a place you'd see a show? Not that you would have seen this show, but is the Regency Ballroom one yeah, of those I, places? I have seen shows okay. there. Because I know there's one place that you refuse to see shows at, even yeah. though it's a perfectly fine venue. It's not. Bill Fox worked very hard to build that venue, it's whoever that is. Actually, Bill Graham, but the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium. Yeah, no. No thank yeah, you, sir. Bill, Bill Fox is the guy who built it. Oh. Well, who cares? Well, you know what I have to say to you, Bill Fox? You fucked up. You made a shitty building. I saw Last show I saw there was My Bloody Valentine, which was fine because they're so loud. It worked, but yeah, no, I, I refuse to see shows there. Um, oh, Repta- really, Reptalians played at the Regency Barroom. That's a pretty big place for... Maybe yeah, I think not their uh, first album. 
uh, Union Transfer is bigger than I would have expected to. I would have expected like something like Johnny Brenda's, which is a smaller venue. But I think uh, probably the same with Regency Ballroom. They get all different size acts there, and depending on the night. But although it was a Saturday night, that is a big place for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, um. Wait. Did you say Johnny Brenda's? What? Yeah, that's a like a really small venue in Philly. It's a fun place. It's named it's, after Shannon Doherty's character on 90210. Well, I think Shannon Doherty's character was named after her, the bar, because that was been there since 1923. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, that was back. It was probably just a bunch of drunk Irishmen singing their drunk Irishman songs back then. No Yeah. Manhattan Transfer from Ireland. New York City. Uh, my next pick is Beaches. There are a lot of bands with beach in their name, and I tend to get them mixed up. But yes, so do I. This is wait. Uh, what's another one? I forget all of them. No, there's Beach Fossils. There's uh, shit. Did you drop out again? Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of beach, beach slang. A lot of uh, beach acts. I didn't know you were going to put me on the spot. I didn't know I was on Jeopardy. No, I, I didn't. I, there is one I'm thinking of, and I think maybe I'm just thinking of beaches. Anyway, the, these they are from one of the cities uh, that makes multiple appearances here. Melbourne. Australia. It's so do you Australian think this... for beer. Do you think this Danny McBride movie is a real thing, or is this a hoax? What? Oh, you... I don't know. You're jumping all around like a flippity gibbet. What? So there's a, a trailer for a new movie called Dundee that stars Dana McBride. Oh, I as just heard about that last Croc- night on Facebook. Croc- I didn't know Croc- it was Dundee's son. Yeah. And there's speculation that it's not a real movie and it's a hoax, or somebody, but it also might be a real movie. Somebody posted a link to IMDb for it, so apparently it's yeah. real. Whatever, I'm going to say it, because it looks really stupid and funny. I didn't realize it was Danny McBride. Um, I just saw, I didn't, like, watch a trailer, the trailer or whatever the hell's out there. I just saw a mention of it with a picture. Um, so I saw the trailer, and I just thought it was a, like... A funny or die type thing, right? No, no, I thought it was real, but I thought it would just be a goofy Danny McBride movie, because that's what he does. But then I saw the, the fact that it might be a hoax, and it just didn't cross my mind that it would be a hoax. I mean... They make goofy movies all the time that are rips on the 80s. So, Yeah, and they're all great. Well, I'm not going to cross that bridge because I didn't come to it yet. That's, I mean, that's a good idea. It's also pretty much impossible unless you go through a wormhole. So, um, Yeah, they're from Melbourne. Um, they, I don't know. They, A lot of people list them as psychedelic. I guess mildly. More kind of shoegaze music to me this song anyway mm-hmm. but uh but i really like it when you're gone by beaches uh any thoughts it has it has uh it's like you say i don't i, I wouldn't have th- thought the term shoegaze i can't think of the word i it's kind of like dream uh, pop i don't, dream, I don't know. like yeah. dreamy dreamy but it also has that kind of edge to it at the yeah. same time yeah which is what i would consider shoegaze i think okay um yeah we i don't think anybody's gonna be surprised by our picks we definitely have our Stuff that we like that always makes our top ten. This is kind of right in there. I feel like um, let's let's give it a listen. Beaches when you're gone.
Okay, and next, your pick. This one did not surprise me that you picked it either. Uh, Leapling, her face turned towards the sun. That's uh, the kind of music you sit in a bubble bath and listen to and get beat up by people. It, Yeah, precise. That's exactly what it is. Um, we've all been there. They, uh, it's just a, a sweet song. It's. Uh, know, can I tell you what it reminds me of? What what I think of it when I hear it? Um, it's like Bell and Sebastian mixed with the Beatles from like 1964. I think that that works pretty well. It's yeah, yeah. It it's not as uh, something. It's not as I don't know. Is not dreamy. That's what we just how they described the other song. But there's something about it that's not quite Bell and Sebastian, but it, it's very reminiscent of it. Yeah, that's especially the way he sings. Um, yeah, but they are from one of the cities that always make our list, Brooklyn, of course. Although I would have assumed they were European, but no, Brooklyn. Good for you, Brooklyn. It's it's a nice quiet song. Yeah, no, it's it's totally nice. I well, that's why I put it on my mix. Um, let's give it a listen. Leapling, her face turned towards the sun. September doesn't look as good as you. It's not that I had waited all this time At the station for a view Through the mist and the meadows Which way will we go? Past the peaks and valleys Clouds are covering the sky The colors change and so have I And if my worries can't be done Her face turned toward the sun And though my worries can't be done Her face turned toward the sun Alright. For my next pick, uh... Hip hop makes the list again. Anti Lily and Phonics. It's nice outside. Um, they are from Houston. What are, they, what are they sampling? I don't know. It's got some jazz sample. I mean, it might not even be. It might just be some like free jazz loop they found and used. I don't know. I don't know what it what that sample is. It's um, wonderful. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and the it's like the rap is really fast. I mean, it's understandable, it's not like... But, you know, it's one of those where, like, he really put a lot of effort into the words, which I appreciate. And the words are are good. They're not like you're in the misogynistic camp or anything. It's... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, the I agree that that jazz loop really makes the song... And the... Well, and the, the rapping and lyrics. Um, anyway, this was... Maybe I guess I guess since it's on this list, this was probably my favorite hip hop song of the year. Although there were a lot of good ones that I also could have thrown on here, um, but I think it's like you said, the the jazz loop is what made it for me. Um, let's give a listen. And what they and oh, what they it. do with and what they do with the jazz loop and they kind of yeah yeah exactly. Anybody can just throw a loop in and you know it's not MC Hammer. 
it, it mixes well with the beat and everything. It's very yeah. It's a yeah. I agree. I liked it. There there was other great songs and they almost made my list, but this this is worth being one of the best. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. I agree. Here here you go. Anti Lily and Phonics. It's nice outside. It's nice outside. Been looking for the sun for seven days, but all I see is this rain that's been coming down. Peep the sky, all I saw was gray. Should I leave or should I stay? Cause my inspiration to paint these pictures been limited. My colors ain't many, could feel them dim in another page. In my book of life, I've been trying to climb these obstacles. Are they real or optical illusions? Man, I can't say where I'm headed, but where I came from, you make the bed that you laying. No matter what dream you chasing, and I'm chasing, I ain't running away. You gotta know the difference. A coward dies a thousand times, it's all scientific. I only got I want life to live and I don't know what's the distance I gotta run just like Nipsey got marathon Mothers losing their sons and their daughters It's like the sun in the water evaporated Just to do the same thing Will the cycle ever change From the land of the slaughter Where they locking up our fathers Trying to lock us up Disorder is all the order we know The law and order been ordered to cut us down For we grow when they poison our seeds But mother nature clash with all the time Found a second to rhyme on my environment And trying to find the beauty that surrounds shit Wondering around my state of mind And what I find is that is so much shit to find as I try to expand my knowledge. My prescription for fun is percussion, trumpet, the sonic vibrations. We like a band that play for Sega, but it's not a game. Okay, so up next, your pick. This was on my short list. And then I was like, oh, uh, I hope Pat picks this one. And you did. I And this mostly makes the list. It's a great song, just sound-wise, but also I love the lyrics. And I think that's the biggest reason it makes the list. Yeah. Uh, across the multiverse, uh, Dent May... Featuring Frankie Cosmos. Yes, Frankie Cosmos, I believe, has made our list before. Um, and I've listening to this song made me search out more of her stuff or his stuff, whatever. Oh yeah. And uh, it's all awesome. Oh yeah, she's great. Um, and yeah, this song is kind of. Uh, he's out of L.A. This song's. I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of new wave, but it's also got like those cool ass horns and stuff that come in and. I, yeah, I would. Uh, so, like, new wave. What would? What well, would you... I'm thinking almost Talking Heads ish in a way, but not oh, quite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like in the chorus, at least. But yeah. But then also kind of like chilled LA vibe part of it. Yeah. It's it's. It has a lot of stuff going on. A lot of it. elements. Not, yeah. That that really ca- you can't say this is this is one of the, one of those songs I really like because. It came out in 2017, but I wouldn't have been surprised if someone told me this came out in 1975. Yeah. It just has like a lot of... Or 1987, or even, yeah. Like, yeah, it has a lot of elements from all over the place, and they're melded in a new and different way that is awesome. It's like... So I'm not saying it's an old-sounding song, or I'm saying it's no. it's not placeable. It's kind of timeless, really good yeah. Way. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I agree. Yeah, no, this is a great song. Also, John pointed out to me that I missed the, the reference to the Beatles song. Yes, across the universe. Uh, this is across the multiverse. Well, that does kind of place it more in the current day. Cause, yes. Yeah. But, but no, this is this is a great one. It, uh, I'm I'm glad you picked it. Let's listen. Dent May featuring Frankie Cosmos across the multiverse. Across the multiverse, you and I 
my next pick. Well, just to go back to the, that song, it's very difficult not to pick a song that invent uh, that talks about cosmic ideas because that's fun. Yeah. Anyway. It, it, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so your next pick, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, is Cindy Wilson from most people know from the B-52s out of Athens, Georgia. And I really liked her solo album, her first solo album. It's doesn't sound B-52s-ish at all. It's very uh, synth poppy, um, all, but kind of old school throwback 80s-ish sound. Yeah. Um, uh, but I like her voice. I, 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 it's not a nostalgia thing for like the synth pop. I just like synth pop. Like, <clears throat> I think people think when you, when you listen to songs like this, it's like taking you back to your youth or something, but that's not it for me. I just, I just like the sound. Well, what's the difference? I, I guess, uh, it, the difference is I'm not like, oh, this sounds so 80s i love it it's just i like this song um and it happens to have a sound that is not done as much anymore but but it's never been a sound for me that i necessarily associated with the 80s like a lot of people do i think it's just a sound i like um it never really went away did it no that's what i'm saying there's there's always it's always been around um but you know a lot of people now are using more of the old synthesizers and stuff, which is which is kind of cool. Um, they they sound cool to me. That's that's mostly what it is. I like the sound of the song, and it's and it's catchy. Yeah, this was on my list until I looked at your list and realized I was duplicating, and I took it off. Yeah, um, let's give a listen. Uh, Cindy Wilson, Mystic. Do we have to take a break yet? Oh, no. no. Uh, Deerhoof, I Will Spite Survive, featuring Jen Rosner. Jen Wasner. Wasner. Yeah, whatever. I I hate how this song starts, and then once it's like 10 <laughs> seconds in, I love it. It well, just starts kind of boring, and then and then it gets into its own own thing that's awesome. It has like, what is that sound? Is that an accordion? Yeah, I, know, I don't know. This, Deerhoof, this is kind of their thing. I mean, yeah. all their stuff is kind of like a mashup almost. It It's almost like a couple different songs put together, but they make it work. Um, and her voice is awesome. Yeah. Which, which really brings everything together, and it works with everything they put together. Um, they're out of San Francisco. Uh, yeah, they're really good at like mixing noise and pop. 
um, which they do here. And I always liked that combination, as long as the singing is beautiful like this is. I mean, is, is, she, is Jen Wassner from something? I don't know. You know, I didn't recognize her name, and I didn't look her up. Um, maybe she's just like some friend who's sleeping on their couch. <laughs> and awesome. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is this is a really good song. Um, yeah, what else do we have to say? Listen to it, dummies. Decide for yourself. Here is Deerhoof with, or featuring, Jen Wasner. I will spite survive. She's a founding member of a band called Y Oak. Oh, Y Oak. I know Y Oak, yeah. W Y E Oak. Yeah. yeah. And she has had a solo project called Flock of Dimes, so I'm going to be looking into that. Oh, I don't anyway. know Flock of Dimes. Okay. Um, and she's from Baltimore. Balmer. Yeah, I forgot. That's how you say Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she probably knows uh, Omar and McNulty and all that crew. Yeah. And she definitely knows John Waters. For, oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, my next song is by a band with a name I most likely uh, would have thought was a stupid band, but they're not. Rolling Bla- Is it Rolling Blackouts? I wrote down Rolling Blackout Coastal Fever. I think it's actually Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. Yes, um, with an S. Yeah, French Press, another band from Melbourne. Ah, I wouldn't have picked that up by this song. Yeah. The, I, you know why I kind of did? Because one of the reasons I like it, in a weird way, it's not like they're they're ripping off, but just like the tone and the feel of it, they remind me of the go-betweens a little bit. Huh. I yeah. guess are the, like the guitar? That, yeah. Like... That kind of more subtle type guitar playing and, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like it is more of a... It's catchy, but it is more of a subtle song than, like, all-out pop, you know? I think the, the definitely the difference is the, the vocals. From yeah, the yeah. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have picked it out, but listening to it, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, this just uh, the kind of song I always like. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. 
but let's give it a listen. Rolling Blackout's Coastal Fever with French Press. I'm alright if you ask me, but you never do. Is this thing on? I'm coming at you from beside the dirty canal. like kind of a little more literate than average another go-betweens thing that that it reminded me of um anyway also every time i see the name on my playlist i would think french disco which already made me happy so um all right well we'll take a break after this but let's go to your number five song saint vincent really any song from this album could have been chosen. I would have been happy. And I went back and forth with so many songs. And then I think my choice when I came to it was New York and I forgot you chose it. Or I guess I saw that you chose it and I forgot you asked me to, if you're going to anyway. And then I was thinking about hang on. All right. What's the first song? Yeah. Song? Yeah. That, which is I, a great song. It's an awesome song. And then uh, I forgot about everything because I listened to this. And then I went back to listen to everything and I was just like, forget it. You can't really pick. And I picked Los Angeles because it is so fun. Yeah. It's great. I don't know. So St. Vincent, uh, as we, most of us know, I guess, uh, fans probably know, is out of Dallas, Texas. I don't know where she is now. I assume she lives in New York. New York or L.A. Yeah, I was going to say, I assume Los Angeles, just the way that her tour started there and that she directed that movie and all that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she does see direct movies in New York, but whatever. I I don't think she lives anywhere. She lives everywhere. Yeah. She lives in our hearts. She's awesome. And this song is awesome. It's it's the, a lot of this album didn't sound like old St. Vincent and this one really does. Yeah. But it still is different and it's, and it's it's so fun. I think it's it's so interesting. She's like really created this sound where she makes her guitar sound like a synthesizer a lot now. It's really cool. Um, Pat almost gave away my pick when he said I pick New York, but I ended up switching my pick for yes, New York. Yes, I so. did, didn't mind saying that. New York is also a very good song, and it's it's one of the very few th- songs I've ever heard that you really want to sing along to and sing along, motherfucker. It's just. It's so good. I mean, I want to sing along motherfucker to every song. It's just not in most of them, but yeah. And with New York, when she played in Philadelphia, she sang a version of the song using Philadelphia and Philadelphia sites and Philadelphia streets. And that's awesome. Oh no. Did she start a riot with those, uh, ruffians in Philly? They got all super excited mm-hmm. hearing Philly references. Everyone was happy. If that's a riot, a riot of happiness. Her show was the best. It was so much fun. Yeah. She just, 
the first half of the show was old stuff, and then the second half was just the album straight on through. And to the other side, just like Jim Morrison. Oh yeah, just like Jim Morrison. I mean, if she reminds me of one person, it is not Jim Morrison, um, because I actually like her music. Yeah, if you listen to our best of the year episode, it's no surprise we both picked a St. Vincent song, I guess. But yeah, this one's great. Here is Los Angeles by St. Vincent. I said like your number five song. We didn't rank these. This is just like chronological In, order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no I'm speaking of, I was, well, I, that would be giving away music you chose. So never mind. Okay. Well, put, you know, put a pin in it, as they say. Um, and by they, I mean idiots. And well, you can bring it up when we get to my song. Um, but for now, let's take very quick break well i think it's actually about 20 seconds for you listeners and we will be back with the rest of our favorite songs of the year see you next week and also in 20 seconds we had a comrade a brave comrade could talk for whole days But then he tried to be a hero Tried talking about Shanmiro To computers wearing earphones He almost died for conversation Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing Steeplechasing, the Reformation Transubstantiation, Brian Stuckin's creation back with mo music mo that you'll like uh, and we're on me again uh which is always my favorite place to be since i have no choice uh i guess that's good proto martyr don't go to anacita i don't know if they've made our list before they've definitely been on my mixes before um 
but this is one from a city that makes the list a few times again and I think this is the first time this city has made the list Detroit and I didn't actually before this I didn't know they were from Detroit for some reason I assumed they were European too um, because I think they sound kind of like post-punk ish which I always associate with Europe they, they sound European to me I don't know why um, and you, I just assume Anacida is somewhere in Europe. Europe yeah like Spain or something Portugal. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's rocking. I like it. They're, they have uh, political songs, and which is, you know, kind of a rarity these days, which I like, but mostly I just like it because uh, it's rocking. Did you enjoy this one? Yeah, it's fun. It's 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 kind of classic rockish. Yeah. And, and then not in an insulting way. Oh. I mean... It's different, but it has a classic, classic rockish vibe to it. Yeah, and there's one song that I picked that has way more of a classic rock vibe, um, but is also better than that. But we'll get to it. Uh, anyway, yeah. Apparently, uh, according to Genius.com, Antecita is a town that Joe Casey made up for the song. He made, oh. or he made it up on a song that we did last year for Adult Swim, and he used it again in this one. Oh, that's kind of cool. So it's got an Adult Swim uh, connection. <laughs> yeah, I made it up on a song that we did last year for the Adult Swim singles program called Born to be Wine, where I had a character in the song that was a washed-up rock star back when rock stars could make money. And I had him living in this town called Antacita that I kind of pictured as a fancy town in America. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have thought they, <clears throat> they would have been, been involved with anything humorous. Um, but, yeah, no, this is a good song. Let's listen. Proto-Martyr, Don't Go to Antacita. So this is the one that was not on my list, but a couple of their songs were on my my playlists um, this year, just not this one. So Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile, Continental Breakfast. This is another album. I'm kind of surprised. Oh, can't say that, but uh, I'll spoil it. I'm kind of surprised you didn't have any of their songs on your top ten. Because, I knew I mean, you would pick them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but it was difficult to pick which song from the album. I, I this there's two songs. This one and oh, I overthought. I can't I can't remember the first song in the album. Is uh, there's two songs that I really like that are really truly duet duets, and it's kind of they're pulling equal weight. And I wasn't sure which to pick, but this one just for some reason really won me over. I think 
it sounds better than it sounds really good. It sounds awesome. But also I like how personal it feels. It feels like they really wrote. I don't know how they wrote this, but it feels like they really wrote this together and they just kind of, and the puns are fun. So yeah, yeah this is a great it's, song. It's a great album and they, Courtney Barnett can do it. No wrong. No, and it's definitely like, I would say Neil Young is like what this sounds like to me. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I really like it. And another one, uh, Kurt, Courtney Barnett from Melbourne again, third, third time on this list. And uh, Kurt Files from Philly. From Philly, yeah, your man. Yeah, kind of. It also reminds me. I don't know if you are all that familiar with them. A little bit of like the Meat Puppets, but yeah, it's a it's a great song. They're a '90s band, right? '80s. '80s. '80s into well, they're still going. I mean, they but they yeah, they started in the '80s. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's give a Courtney- listen. The St. Vincent's show was awesome. Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile might have been better. It's, uh, whatever, it's really? close. They're different experiences, but both awesome. One of the fun things about the Courtney Barnett show was her was her birthday. So people sang happy birthday to her, which is really fun. And the fact that Kurt Vile was almost offended that people were more excited to see her than him since he was is from, from Philly. <laughs> um, yeah, but the thing is, they've probably seen him a bunch of times because he's from Philly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's play it. Continental Breakfast by Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile. You won't believe what I could have told you But I don't believe I have the balls to let you know I can say that cause I'm a man to feel like the little boy today I cherish my intercontinental friendships We talk it over continental breakfast In a hotel in East Bumble, wherever Somewhere on the sphere Around here Okay, my pick, uh, even though you did pick this person, I did pick them also. So, I mean, I could have done it with Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile, but I figured I'd give you the chance on that since I had only put like two songs of theirs on my things this year. Anyway, uh, my pick is St. Vincent, Mass Seduction. What? Another St. Vincent? It was going to be New York. Switch it to Mass Seduction. I like it. Uh, I can't turn off what turns me on. That's a great line. Yeah. And it's it's got more of that like synthy guitar stuff going. It's I don't know I like I think we talked about it earlier in the year on the podcast. Um, people were complaining because I get what was it Lady Gaga's producer produced this. Yep. And yep. they said it, it it sounds nothing like Lady Gaga. I don't. It still sounds like Saint Vincent. I don't know what anybody's problem is, but she's really good at making like kind of uh, discordant stuff poppy yes and yeah i i kind of want her to make it lady gaga big but i don't know if that's ever going to happen well she's playing the bill graham she's pretty fucking big yeah but she's not lady gaga big lady gaga big plays wherever prince played oh that's true um 
the yeah. I mean, if you go to ten people in the street, like not everyone's gonna. If you got to ten people in the street, not ten of them are gonna hear of her. No, that's Lady true. Lady Gaga, ten Lady, of them will hear of her. Yeah, no, that is that is true. She'll keep getting bigger, though. I'm sure. I think so. Yeah. I I'm glad I got to see her in a, see her in a small club a couple times. Um, Bragger. Is that a, is that really a brag? A what? Because I caught on early. I guess. Pretty much everything you say is a brag. If you can speak English correctly, that is a brag. Me can, me can do. Uh, let's give a listen. It's more Saint Vincent. What do you need to know? Uh, mass seduction. Here you go. Black saints and a lady playing knock our soul. A punk rock romantic slumped on the kitchen floor. Nuns in stress positions smoking marble rolls. Lolita is weeping. The bride is beautiful. My seduction. I really like baths out yes out by baths uh baths is actually one dude will weisenfeld um out of strangely culver city california <laughs> why not just say la i i know he's he's like one of those he's like fuck you i don't live in la i, I kind of like city i also like that he's a one person I, we've had these, I mean, we, I've listened to other bands that are just one guys, and I, I like that. I think, well, just like the, the solo project from Jen Wozner, that's, that's cool. When you have a solo project and you don't, don't just use your name, it's fun. I agree. I kind of, <clears throat> there's kind of something uh, egotistical about just using your name, I guess. I mean, why not? You are doing the thing. But I, I agree. I think it's cool when they give themselves a band name. And uh, this is a really fun song that goes all over the place sonically. And I, I, there's a section of the song. I guess most of the song has like these, like these percussions, like these beeps, uh-huh. that in between the the singing. And it's like it's like when I listen to it, I kind of feel like I'm listening to, a, a, like an audio version of Whack a Mole because he sings right when the right after and right before the beep, and it's really fun. Yeah, this is another one where it's kind of um, I w- I wouldn't say throwback, but I think he uses like he's using old um synthesizers too but maybe i mean who knows it could just all be digital i don't know well ha- however he's doing it, he's doing it in new and exciting ways yes, which is exactly and and then he's using his voice really in cool ways too with like uh, bringing up a falsetto or i don't know if it's a falsetto but you know really high yeah and and then he has the like the background singers i guess and he has them they're kind of ghostly it's a fun song you should listen to yeah, it yeah it's well done i mean and maybe going back to cindy wilson that's one thing i should say that one reason i like synthesizer music um is you can do so much with it like a lot of people don't but you can and and he does here yeah like yeah. you were saying so yeah let's listen to baths with out
Okay, my next pick, Guji Data, baby. And he's Swedish, which did not surprise me at all when I first heard it. I was like, oh, this sounds like a lot of the Swedish pop I've heard. And I dig it. I mean, it's on the edge of being too saccharine, but it's not. Like Cardigans. Yeah, yeah. It's also it's just a little bit off. Like when he, he has a really weak falsetto that he goes into um, that he doesn't need to, but like it, it makes the song just a little bit different. Um, and, and I like that. He, I guess he's a guitar player for uh, another Swedish band called, all right, listen to me uh, mangle this, Mokthaverskan. Anyway, I don't know them, but uh, this is just like, pure bouncy pop yeah um, it's very 90s pop sounding to me yeah um i like it i yeah it's fun it's not deep or anything but uh and it's fun to say baby yeah always especially when you're talking to a dog let's listen to guji data baby has never been a thing that I enjoyed. I, you know, I don't like infantilizing words anyway. Uh, no, I, I, I never call my sweetheart baby my, my side piece. That's all. Yeah, I call. no, that's what a side piece. That's exactly what baby should be used for. Too many people use it for their significant other. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Moving right along. What do you got? Anna Birch. Egotistical Anna Birch with tea-soaked letter. You want to guess where she's from? Melbourne. Nope, Detroit again. Wow, that's cool. It's a very sweet song. Very kind of have it has a '80s like songstress vibe, but it has there's more to the music. Yeah, like, there's more going on. There's a, it's kind of intricate like things going on. That uh, it's fun. It's a fun song. Yeah, it's indie. It's indie pop rock. I would say like not. Not just specifically pop. It's got like that guitar, yeah, and stuff. No, it's and, really good. And, Anna Bird. She has a nice voice. She does. I, I had not heard of her before this year. Um, maybe she's got more stuff out there. I really like this one, as well. Um, let's let's just. Well, I, I her brother's a famous actor. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, Tora Birch. Chris Pine. That's not true. It can't be true, because Birches and Pines 
are mortal enemies, as anybody who's ever studied trees knows. So they maybe they're stepbrother and sister, but come on. In any case, they don't get along if they are related. Here's Anna Birch with Tea Soaked Letter. Another one that is not deep. It's a very basic, simple song. It is synth pop. Um, it's even got like really super simple program drums. Like it's, <laughs> it's probably done on an 808 or something. Um, but Vamping with Fields of Dread. Vamping out of El Paso. Not a city you think of for synth pop. But there you have it. Don't know anything else about vamping, but uh, I like the vocals. I like the music. It's it's kind of subdued, but just catchy enough. And this was one that this was kind of a dartboard one for me, where I was like, all right, I I just got to pick something, and I narrowed and it this, down. This is one of those songs that are I, I it's really pleasant, and I can listen to it over and over without it sticking in your head too much. Which is good. I I kind of yeah. like that about it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was not a complaint. It's very good. On the other hand, like. Something like um, the Dent May song sticks in my head right away, but I love it. Yeah, but yeah. it's if it's one of those ones I wake up hearing, and yes. I sometimes don't like that because it makes me feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah, I do. I think we talked about it. I do the same thing. Yeah. I always in the morning after I wake yep. up, I'll get a song stuck in my head to the point where it's it's like a pathology. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand it. I. And it's not necessarily something I listened to the day before, but no. if I did listen to it the day before, it's definitely going to happen. Um, anyway, yeah, this this is uh, there's nothing. So, yep. the, is it all the synthesizer? There's no like actual uh, instruments. Like I mean, traditional yeah, instruments. I don't think so. Okay, yeah, because some of it does sound like a guitar to me, so it's kind of impressive that it's I think all... it's yeah, I think it's an electronic. And do you think it's just one guy? Because that's also awesome. I know. I, I don't know. 
Um, I couldn't. It was very hard finding any information. So yes, those, yeah. Um, no, this is one. How did you find this song? Uh, this was Bandcamp for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, probably just going through like the new releases, you know. Um, anyway, here it is, vamping with Fields of Dread. knew you would pick so have at it also the last three songs on this list are pretty much uh no doubt that they would be on some of our one of our lists I think because so, yeah. anyway bell and sebastian the girl doesn't get it yet again bell and sebastian puts out an awesome song that's just fun and it's different enough to make it seem like it's not just them rolling on their previous efforts it's really awesome no they're definitely getting more into like uh dance beats and stuff too yeah uh, yeah which yeah, you wouldn't think like, would work, but it does. Yeah, it works really well with their their sound, and uh, he brings everybody into the song too. I I say he, I'm, they're a band, but you know what I mean. Like some song is just him, but this has everybody in it. It's just so great. Yeah, Stuart Murdoch, you're talking about uh, out of yeah. Glasgow. If you don't know them, but I think most people know them by now. If they're listening to this I, anyway. I, yeah, well, that's just you and I are the only people listening to this. So that's what I mean. Um. Yeah. I think again. I think more people should have should have heard of Bell and Sebastian by now. That those ten people that don't know about St. Vincent, they also don't know about Bell and Sebastian, and they should. I want to shake them. Don't do that because um, that can cause severe brain damage. Well, I'm not talking to infants. Oh, I anymore. just assumed most infants haven't heard of Bell and Sebastian. So, um, no. What you want to do is lie them face down in the crib. Um, here also this is a song that makes you want to uh, peanut stance oh yeah well most songs make me want to do that as well but that's just because i can't really dance um here is bell and sebastian with the girl doesn't get it
They did cover Linus and Lucy. Did you ever hear that? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. My next pick. This is the one that I said, <clears throat> excuse me, previously is very classic rock sounding, but way better. Like it's not stupid. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I guess I hear what you're talking about, but I, yeah, again, I would, that's a, that's a nice insight. Yeah. It's, it's definitely dirtier and grungier than most classic rock. And it's got like, really cool percussion like it's got the, the like but um, it's it, it is like yeah just a different sort of way yeah um but but yeah it's got like those the congos and it's cowbell and shit but in a cool way not a not a stupid santana way or anything um ty seagal yeah i think this he was bound to make the list everyone's a yeah, winner I, uh, he's one of those guys that puts out great music every single year. It seems it feels yeah. like often more than once a year. Yeah. Well, where's he from? Uh, he is from Laguna beach. Another one who did not want to claim Los Angeles. <laughs> OC. <laughs> yeah. La, uh, Laguna beach, California, Ty Seagal, very prolific. Um, always worth listening to. Not much to say. Let's just listen to it. Uh, Ty Seagal. Everyone's a winner. song another one i was positive you would pick and i find it so pleasant that it's the final song because it is so awesome you know what it's a perfect i I put it as the last song on the last mix i made it's a perfect last song song. and this is the i don't think i've ever done it before the one of the very few times on as a recommendation i recommended just a single song tanya harding and d major by sufjan stevens yes it's just it's great it has crazy lyrics like he always does what's the you're a cold one 
when you you'll hear it when you listen to it. Yeah, he, yeah, he makes a lot of uh, um, uh, not really puns, but wordplay about like yeah, the ice uh, and ice. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, when this song came out, he had a whole essay he wrote about Tanya Harding, which I find so delightful. And I, I don't, I don't know. Like he is such a, like, like this, a, like almost a genius marketer, but I almost think it's on accident. Like he'll say things like, "I'm going to do an album about every state," and people get really into that. And then later, he's like, "I was just joking, man." And I. <laughs> And the same thing with this, where this came out the week of the movie, and everyone's like, oh, he has a song in the movie. He's like, no, I don't have a song in the movie. I just really like Tanya Harding. Yeah, he's a weirdo, man. Yeah, yeah in all the best ways. Also, out of, do you know where he's from? I, I know he lives in Brooklyn now, but I don't know where he's. Is he from Detroit? Detroit. From, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So Detroit made the list three times. Uh, it's a renaissance there, I guess. And hopefully the Detroiters is coming back soon. A song you, a show you refuse to watch. A show I can't watch because I don't have cable, is what I oh, think you mean. I think they they should put it on Hulu if they were smart. Yeah, I know. How does some stuff get on Hulu? Like some Comedy Central stuff, but not others. I don't know. It's weird. Like Nathan for You is not on Hulu. It's but Broad City is right. Yeah, and weird. it's got to be like whoever does Produced. the licensing. Um, how about how about Drunk History? That is on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, it it must have to do with uh, the production companies and shit. Who knows? Um, anyway, yeah. So this one is very nice. It's got uh, the off kilter kind of orchestration that I think he does a lot, but I like. Mm-hmm. Let's. Uh, and the, there's there's Tanya Harding in D major, and then there's Tanya Harding in like another key. In a different key. Yeah. And it's also fun. It's just it, I don't understand what does that mean when it's a different key. It's just like is it. Just like I don't even understand what that means. Um, yeah, you don't need to. It's it's <laughs> it, it's basically um, the key is kind of like the root. It's it's a note that is in the scales that are used in the song. It's it's a theory thing that's kind of boring to explain. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. But it doesn't matter. But is it like when you listen to those two songs? Is that the only difference, or is it? That's just like. Is he saying that for effect? It's just two two versions of the same song, and no, they're they're, they're s- scored differently entirely. Yeah, they're scored differently entirely. Okay. He just put okay. the he just put the key in there to you know be, sound musical, be, be awesome like he is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's listen to it. Here's Tanya Harding in D major by Suf. I don't know how you say his name. Is it Suf? Sufjan Stevens? Who knows? There, there needs to be. Oh, I should check Wikipedia. Maybe that tells us, but I have no idea. I feel like it's got to be a. Y sound just because just because that's how I want it to be in my head. In my head, I want it to be Sufjan. Oh, there is. Sufjan. Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan, okay. So, as usual, I'm right. Here we go. Tanya Harding in D major. Tanya Harding, my star Well, this world is a cold one X 
faster, you jump farther and faster. You were always so full of surprises. All right, we did it for another Finally. year. John's um, always on my case to give the best songs. Do you have the songs yet? Do you have the songs yet? Hey, do you have the songs yet? Do you have the songs yet? Hey, do you have the songs yet? Yes, I do, John. Goodbye. Yeah, he, he always does, like three months later. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a good year. A very good year. I mean, there's so much stuff that didn't make the list that's very, very good. And sorry, LC Dale Sound System. Sorry, whatever else didn't make the I list. I know. I know that. Yeah, that was another one that was on my short list. And yeah, no, there was tons of shit. Um, yeah, it was a great year for music. It's probably the best we've done, I think. Um, anyway, yeah. So we're done now. So oh, we're shut not. Shut up, we're listeners. Not... We're not doing any more episodes. This is it. Yeah, this is the last episode. Um, oh God! I wish you'd told me. Eh, you know, I got the, I uh, got the diabetes now, so I'm not long for this world. Oh, I thought the uh, Wilford Brimley says there's a solution now. I think it's oatmeal. I really should pay more attention to Wilford Brimley, and I don't. Um, hey, what do you think about doing an episode where we just talk about funny commercials the whole episode? Oh, are there commercials that are funny and not just? Uh, really crass sure we can try that <laughs> oh, i like trolling you um so you're a fan of wes anderson uh cartoons right i saw the i saw the preview for the uh isle of dogs i might right see but it. you you like fantastic mr fox is what i was getting at i definitely liked it way more than his live action stuff yes but did you like it did you, without it comparing decent. it to what yeah i thought it was oh decent. okay but I would, I would watch Isle of Dogs. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Isle of Dogs. That's the only reason I bring it up. Recommendations, Asians, 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 Asians. Um, I'm going... Oh. No, go ahead. I've got to think first? of something. No. Oh, I'm going to recommend a Netflix series that started pretty recently called End of the Effing World, I think, or something like that. Oh, that's good? Yeah, it's really good. It's it's surprising how good it was. It's, I haven't finished it yet, but it's like... It's dark. I guess it's based on a comic book I've never heard of, but it's it, it's worth watching. It's it's funny. The music is really well, like well, uh, what's the word when you put together? I can't think of the the just the they they chose good songs that worked in all the scenes, and it's it's from all different genres, and it's a it's a fun fun little drama. That's it's yeah, it's it's about a, a psychopath kid who seems like he's on his way being, to being a serial killer somehow having a romantic involvement with someone from school who he wants to kill but not necessarily and it's going in interesting places and I don't think that's spoiling it because that's all from the first two episodes and the episodes are like 20 minutes long so I think it's going to be basically just a movie length TV show that you, I could, you could probably binge it I did but I watched the first two in less than an hour oh cool okay um, well now that we've got your profanity out of the way your profane no that's show. i mean i that's what it's called it's f star 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 ing world so oh, you just you just like assumed what the star 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 stood for all right i didn't say it i said effing we can see well i think we all know what that um that stands for f star 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 
I am going to recommend a book called 23 Things They Don't Tell You About Capitalism by Hajun Chang. Uh, very interesting. Capitalism has its problems, and he lays them out. He's an actual economist, not Donald Trump. So it's uh, entertaining for, you know, a dry subject. He does it really so, well. Uh, there's 23 things? Yeah. They and who's they? Them. Who's they? Oh, I, I think we all know who this nebulous they is whenever we talk about they. Obviously, the Illuminati. But I don't like saying that out loud. I'll also... Uh, I got a bunch of uh, digital um, comics because Amazon was having a sale at some point. So I... Um, I'm not going to recommend this one, but I do want to bring it up. Have you ever read the iZombie comic? Yeah, it's okay. It's so it's different. so different than the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I was a little bummed out. Like, it's the show's way better. But um, the show is much. The speaking of of TV shows that are much better than the source material, and I like iZombie. I'm not. I'm not. I I hear what you're saying that that the show is better, and I agree. It's just the 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 book is like. It's more like uh, what's that Sookie Stackhouse? It's like all these different, different uh, supernatural creatures all in one story, and it's just a different vibe. Yeah. But anyway, uh, speaking of comic books, the, the the show is much better than the actual book. Happy has been wonderful in the Sci-Fi Network with uh, Christopher Milani playing the the non-titular Happy. He's playing Nick Stacks, and Happy is being played by Pat Oswalt is really, really good. And it, it's, I was wondering, cause the, the comic book is, is good and it's well drawn and it's an interesting story, but it's not, it, it didn't seem to me that it would be more than one episode or two episodes of a television show. Cause it was so short, but they've expanded things in the show and they've improved on things in a really fun way. And they've, they've added some bits and pieces and it's very, very good. That's another one I wish was on Hulu. Oh, it's not. That's, that is too bad. I hopefully it'll get there after the show is over. Does sci-fi stuff ever go over there? I have no idea, because I don't even know what they do. Um, well, Sippy. I was going to recommend for the the comic book, um, sort of a mild recommendation, but I had never actually read it. Um, the Sandman, by uh, Neil Gaiman. It's it's fun. Like I like good. it when there are story arcs. I don't like the single issue ones very much at all. Um, single issue stories. He gets a little goofy sometimes with those but for it for the time i can see why it was like different than everything else out there mm -hmm. um yeah so i'm enjoying it well enough to give it a mild recommendation that's it uh write to us at pop culture continuum at gmail.com spell out the dot or it won't get through uh oh i'm still going okay uh Rate us highly on iTunes. Leave a comment if it's nice. And uh, follow us on Facebook, even though we haven't updated that in a million years. And I every week I get these reports. Well, oh, 63 people looked at your page. I'm like, oh, maybe we should write something there. Fine. I'll update it for this episode. Fine. And uh, most importantly, tell your friends, your loved ones, your hated ones, your the ones you're indifferent to, to listen to our humble, lovingly made Beshishushisha podcast. If anybody in the world 
in the next week adds me on Twitter, I will start tweeting. Oh, to even our pop culture continuum account? No, I don't. No, my personal account. Oh. I am P. Rickier. P-R-I-C-C-I-A-R. I am. If you add me to that, I will start tweeting. That's a threat. Wait. Wait, what, what is your actual name on there? Is it I am P. Rickier or? Yes, it's I am. It's at I-A-M-P-R-I-C-C-I-A-R. Oh, okay. I'm not going to tell you who I am on Twitter because I don't want followers. I just like trolling Donald Trump. But I do. Well, I don't I don't care. But maybe if someone added me, I have an excuse to tweet. So please. Um, all right. That'll do it. That'll do, pig. Aw. That'll do. Until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.